0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91. On real adventures, it's time to get all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Welcome back to the show, and it is now time for all aboard for Dometic. Take control of your outdoor adventures like never before with the Dometic CFX3. And on the line, we've been using the rewinds for the past uh, past couple of months while Pat's been in the Gold Coast. But I thought I'd get an update from the Southwest Victoria. And the man himself, Dan Mackerel, pro angler for Froglies Offshore, joins us on the line. Good morning, Dan.
1: Hey guys, how's things
0: going? Going not too bad. You've obviously got a little one like myself. How's uh, how's dad life?
1: Yeah, no, it's always good, presenting uh, new challenges all the time, but pretty awesome as they uh, grow up, as you know.
0: Yeah, well, um, how, how old your little fella?
1: He's uh, two and a half now, so... Two and a half.
0: Yeah, a lot of bit of catching up to do there.
1: trying to get back into some daylight savings time. So.
0: You still Great. finding uh, time to get out for a fish on the water? I see a couple of posts on Instagram.
1: Yeah, thankfully, mate. I think we're sort of fairly blessed here in regional Victoria to be able to still get out and do something, so I sort of do feel a bit guilty with the guys all stuck on stage four, so... Hopefully they can get some good news shortly and get a uh, bit of fresh air and mental health organised as well so they can get back on the water So
0: Yeah, we all definitely feel for them. But the main point you just said, Dan, for the guys that are in regional, regional Victoria is now open. You can travel, uh, obviously stick to the rules and regulations from wherever you're going. But regional Victoria is fishing very, very well. I know the rain's going to have a bit of impact. We're going to talk about what to target down the southwest part of Victoria in a couple of minutes. But last week or the week before, Dan, I was actually going to get you on last week, so it must have been the week before, you were out doing the uh, what, the estuary uh estuary perched, uh, perch search, I think you call it.
1: Yeah, so It's, good, it's been running for about uh, ten or eleven years now. So we'll sort of go out and um, catch some estuary perch for um, probably over two or three days and they'll fly a plane down on the Sunday, flying back up in the river and using for from stock, which is all part of their target one million where they're restocking and putting them in the new lakes around all around Victoria, so. Pretty cool little project, and it's yeah, great fun to be a part of.
0: You obviously get a bit of bycatch if you do follow Dan Mackerel fishing on Instagram. Uh, you managed to land uh, a little a little mull away the other week. <laughs> Take us through it, the size yeah. of it and what it took.
1: Oh uh, yeah, so we're just again um, just chasing the nursery perch. We sort of fishing a, a narrow little river section there. At the, um, there's a reef in about four and a half meters of water, and the perch had been sitting about three meters. So we just started twitching of deep diving jerk baits that run to about two and a half three meters and we've been catching quite a few estuary perch and then uh, yeah sort of out of the blue uh meter plus mullet jumped on just using six pound leader so it sort of took <laughs> us away from chasing perch for a while we chased that thing up and down the river and was lucky enough to land it so it was probably a, a pb jewy for weight probably just over 25 pounds so beautiful fish
0: that's a big fish on six pound leader and jewfish have obviously got quite big teeth uh
1: well, how? How? <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky enough. Generally, when you're using the bigger hard bodies, they sort of um, they bump it pretty hard first before they eat it. So I well, was lucky enough. This one gave it a really good nudge and was pinned just on the nose. So um, obviously didn't have the leader down its throat. So there was no chance of grasping. So um, well, fight time was probably about 10, 10 15 minutes. I think. You sort of just knock them over, and the uh, the sharp teeth certainly got me on the on the release. which I to do the right thing and just holding the a lip grip. Just cruising around the electric motor for about ten minutes, trying to get some some oxygen back into it, and uh, it came to life after a bit. A couple of big head shakes and tore my thumb well until he <laughs> open, so that was handy.
0: How long did you actually fight it for?
1: Uh, it would have been just over ten minutes. Yeah, so. fair fight. A couple of really big runs at the start that knocked him over pretty quick. So.
0: Yep. What about um?
1: Well
0: what about the uh, trout fishing, Dan? You've, uh, I know, rain because I've been wanting to get up with you, and I did message you the other week saying that we're pretty much ready to go. And you, you did say let the rain pass and the and, and whatnot. You will talk about the conditions you do want for the next few weeks, but in the past month or so, where have you been fishing? What have you been using? And the, the trout size you've been catching have been enormous.
1: Yeah, so we're pretty blessed down here in southwest Victoria with the, the Crater Lake. So you can sort of, they're a year-round fishery, but obviously in the cooler months, uh, the fish sort of push in push up into the shallows and they're a bit more targetable around the margin, so um, my preferred method of that is just to just to cruise around on the electric motor, just casting um, shallow diving minnows, so for me it's a little Bastain Bogle minnow, it's probably the heaviest little minnow for its size so you can cast it a hell of a long way um, I suppose just having a bigger boat as well, we sort of go and target the, the rougher water as well, so the fish generally in that sort of water are a little bit more uh, aggressive, less shy so it's uh, Helps out with the catch rate, I suppose, so you can fish where most people aren't.
0: So you're actually doing the opposite of what most anglers are doing. You're actually looking for wind reports that have wind in it.
1: Correct. Yeah, I'm sort of anything with sort of 10, 15 knots plus is really good trout weather for us. So we go out and use our electric motors and power poles and you can sort of fish in, fish in any conditions. And the, um, I don't know, the calmer days you can go and you can sort of see the fish sort of following your water all the way back to the boat. Probably not as interest, interesting as they should be. But then, yeah, generally on the really windy, sort of rugged days, they sort of feed with reckless abandon sometimes if you can get the conditions right. So, that can equal some really good fishing.
0: So, in perspective, you're going to be fishing, I'm guessing, the banks that the water's crashing on. So, you're fishing on the onshore banks, not the offshore banks of that specific area.
1: Yeah, yeah correct, mate, for sure.
0: Um, you've also, you also do love your, your saltwater fishing. We all know how much you love getting. Uh, feed uh, to fill the freezer of fresh flake snapper uh, whatever it is from the ocean Apollo bay is an area that you do like to fish a hell of a lot and it fishes very very well especially through winter it fishes great but then coming into this time of the year as the water kicks into gear a little bit more everything gets a bit more active well what are we going to be looking for where are we going to be fishing and what times uh
1: look at the moment really good time to get down there. actually a really good friend of mine daniel kent just sort of jumped in and taken over a new fishing charter business down there. So, look, if you do you want to go and have a look at the area. What's, what's a really the fishing charter called? Uh, Apollo Bay Fishing Charters. Yep. Um, Kenti sort of lived down there all his life and he's, he's actually an amazing fisherman, knows the place by the back of your hand. So, if you really want to get a, a good idea on what the place is like, I'd probably book in for a day with him. But coming into the summer months, you've got very prolific sort of flathead fishing out the front. Um, get on the sandbank 25 to 35 metres pretty much from Skeins Creek right through to, to Blanket Bay.
0: Which is pretty much, you'd probably agree, would it be, if not, the tastiest fish in the sea, I'm calling it?
1: Oh, 100%, 100% mate. They, they don't cost 60 bucks a kilo for nothing. They're <laughs> absolutely delicious. So, um, yeah, and they're, and they're very easy to catch, too. You sort of get out. Once you find one or two, you, you're generally in for a good little fishing session. So, and Then uh, I suppose once you, if you're looking a bit further, you're going to go and chase you. Your snapper and gummy sharks, you head down from anywhere from sort of blanket bay down to Cape Otway. Fishing depths from 30 to 65 metres, depending on the conditions. And look, it's just a matter of standing around, jumping off the hard reef onto the rubble, and either drifting or anchoring, whatever suits you. And yeah, if you can get the conditions right and the tides aren't running too hard, you can get some really nice fish down there too. At the moment,
0: now it's funny, I'm going to sort of uh, explain it a little bit. Um... I always, or you. I should probably let you explain it, your, I don't like moons, and you were in shock when I told you how much I hated moons. And then we had a discussion, I learned out the hard way from uh, from you telling me, basically, don't fish your, uh, don't fish off the moons, fish on the moons. Tied around the Otway when you're anchoring is basically unfishable when you're off the moons, let's be honest.
1: Correct, that's right. Yeah, it certainly comes down there. Well, guys who fish it, but I've known people who use up to 30, 40 ounces of lead, which is probably not an enjoyable way to go fishing, I wouldn't have thought, so.
0: Yep. Uh, in the upcoming months, I know how much you do your brim fishing. Uh, fish, uh, uh, brim fishing, uh, you do get right around the whole state, and you do have very good success with the competitions and the likes. Is there any signs of that starting to open or anything on that front? Where you're going to be chasing brim, or where even where should you chase brim if not?
1: Oh, look with the the tournament side of things, I think the guys are really waiting on um, restrictions to ease before we can obviously include everyone in that and be able to obviously increase the gathering sizes and whatnot. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah, going into the warmer months, you've got fish that are – right now the brim should be flat out in spawn mode, so they'll probably a little bit hot and cold with the way they'll sort of feed at the moment. But give it another three to four weeks as they come out into the warmer weather and really things will really start to fire up. You get fish on the surface, fish from anywhere from half a metre out to two metres, and they'll be pretty well spread too now. So probably the best three or four months of the year coming up fishing wise.
0: Well, there you have it. Everything from the southwest. Dan Mackerel, Frogley's pro angler. Thank you for joining us on the show. That was all aboard for Dometic. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tire Power gives you the power of Zip Pay and Zip Money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.